The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm Jack Newman and I'm joined today with the wonder with our wonderful cast, including Peter Dancy. How are you, Peter? Um, I'm pretty good. I, I, I have a box of tissues sitting next to me, both for oh, like this film that we're gonna talk about today, but also because oh. uh slight change of allergies um with the season. So yeah, mm. that's fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, ooh, fun, fun on Twitter right now. Uh, oh, we'll get to it in a sec, but uh, we're also joined today with uh, by uh, Trevor Flynn. How are you, Trevor? Good evening. I'm well. You are well. I appreciate that you are well, my friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah, the president just made Pocahontas jokes in front of uh, Native American no. people. No, no, he didn't. On Twitter. No, Twitter no. Is God having a- damn it. Fucking yeah. get everything. Wait, wait, is that wait is that is that that CNET C-SPAN whatever video that I saw that I, I haven't watched oh, yet? Oh yeah, oh yeah. My it's not, it's not, God, it's not new at the time of this filming. If if you guys want to know, it's uh, it is a Monday, uh, November twenty seventh, two thousand seventeen, and you're listening to the Movie Gang podcast review of Coco. Uh, we'll be getting into it today, but first up, we're going to be talking about the Frozen short in front of Coco. Uh, Peter, I, I wanted to get into it. You're the one that you actually liked this Frozen show. Okay, okay. So I will say, oh, I, no, 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 like, no, like, no, no. Hear me out. Hear me out. I'm hear kidding. Me out. I'm kidding, Peter. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I appreciated for I appreciated the Frozen the Frozen short for what it was because, but for what it was, it was sweet. It was charming. Um, toward, toward, towards towards the, towards the end of like this long ass twenty minute quote unquote short um, that Pixar that puts that Pixar likes to put in front of their films. I did tear up a bit when it's when I did tear up a bit when it's like when it, when it's like when it's like oh the art tradition is literally the fucking snowman and the and the meaning of meaning of everything is family duh, but but and this is like the thing like I couldn't this is the issue that everyone has with it. I, I still couldn't get over the fact that they put this they put this this kind of short in front of Coco. Not only that, but they premiered Coco in Mexico, like I think like specifically Mexico City, and this is what they played for twenty minutes before Coco. Yeah. I- Here's the thing that I gotta say. I don't. I don't think I have an issue with anything to do with the short. Like the short's no. not really right. memorable to me. I think the issue is that it is a 20 minute short, which it's is like with like, songs. Like the maximum. Like there's a seven minute, ten minute shorts are fine, but this is well over that. Because like thinking about like think about the intro that I thought was really long for like Star Trek Into Darkness when mm. it was they had that IMAX promo thing. That was seven minutes and it felt like a lifetime. Yeah. Like this is ridiculous. And I think that's and I think that's the other issue is that there's nothing in theaters that is printing the fact that you're gonna be an extra twenty minutes tacked onto your movie's runtime uh because of this. <laughs> Yeah, this is something that they really should have just left to show on like December 14th on TV, like on ABC, which Disney owns, so they could have easily plugged it in somewhere. Like just like choose a week, choose this, choose 
like the Sunday, the week before Christmas to put it on TV when you know the family's going to be home from church or family outing or whatever. They're going to be sitting in front of the TV probably. Just do it there. Don't do it in front of a movie. Not 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 when it's this long. Not when it can take up literally a 30 minute a 30 minute block by itself. Yeah, this mm. this may be premature, but I just want to go on record here. Um I'm tired of Olaf. I don't I, I the whole Disney ir- irony thing where we're doing like dream, the DreamWorks thing where like we have a character who knows he's in a Disney movie is not uh it's not funny anymore. I don't think not not even, with Olaf. It wasn't not, even that funny him. in the first place. Yeah. I think I think it's like one of these things where this, the secondary Disney material comes full circle. Like immediately after the production they come down in value and are not fun to watch and let's be honest like there's you know Frozen was so fucking overexposed in in the popular media. Uh, how many years ago was Frozen now? Oh my gosh, I actually don't know. Hold on. I think um, it, it wasn't uh, when you say overexposed, you mean overmarketed, right? Like merchandise. No, I don't think it. I think. I think it's. I think it, it didn't even have anything to do with the marketing in particular. I think that like it. It became and specifically the song became kind of a cultural zeitgeist moment. And oh yeah. Was yeah. kind of was exploded outwards. Uh, Frozen is two thousand thirteen. Yeah, twenty thirteen. That's. A, that's a Holy shit! And they still um, and they still treat it like it happened last week. Yeah, well, no, I think that's, I, I don't think that's unfair. I just think that, like, I think that, uh, you know, it, it because it had such this cultural moment, it feels, like, overblown in my mindset, and I see Frozen stuff, and I go, oh, my God, and this is, like, there's this sort of new, like, secondary blush cynicism that wells up in me where I just associate it with, like, commercialism. Especially since Frozen itself is sort of a cynical, well, it it is a little bit of a cynical movie. It's is it? Movie. I like Frozen. I, I stand it, by Frozen. In terms of its self awareness, it's cynical. I, I I meant cynical in that in that 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 way. That's just. Mm, I still I still think Frozen is a is a movie of a time, and it hit a time very well. And I understand why it, it it's so talked about. If you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, no, I, I think they earned the prestige and everything, but they're just cashing in on it. Like I'm, and I'm forcing it down our fucking throats, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. I, I don't, I don't agree, but that's 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 like that's that's cool. <laughs> it's just another I, sad sign of Pixar being like more on the incorporated side of the creativity incorporated like brand that they used to have. Frozen is not Pixar. No, but Pixar is now Disney, and Disney's going to put its schlock in front of a Pixar movie instead of something uh, creative. Okay, so you're you're saying that the the what this means for the whole about the two brands and and like you know it's kind of the you know the rise you know Disney animation has come up in in quality to to such an extent, and Pixar has dropped so much. I'm saying Disney is waving its like unmentionables all over Pixar, and like I don't want to see it. I, I, that uh, it, well, with the with the, the news mm, about Link later, the, the, you may want to question who's waving whose unmentionables where. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that I, I, I was trying to be topical, but that might have just been crass. I no, but I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not actually calling. I I, I was trying to make a funny joke, and it, it's not funny. Now we just both look like assholes. We, congratulations! <laughs> oh my God. That's the movie gang podcast. Jack and Trevor are assholes. Let's <laughs> let Peter talk now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, 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 the way that I will personally. Um, um, interpret what Trevor is saying is is that is is that with with, with some with some of the past some of the past Pixar shorts 
that they have placed in front they place in front of their films they 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 they, t- they tend to they tend to be like small like small really contained stories small really contained stories that that are that are t- that are told by people who work at that company like that work at that company at that 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 have that have that have like the great potential to 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 into in some cases Vision. be per- to be to be personal to 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 whoever's doing it like I, I there there's one there's one that came out there's I forget what movie was placed in front of but I think it was called, it was called like it was called like, 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 like Sun, Sunday superheroes or something like that oh uh, that was yeah. amazing that was yeah I saw you to see that, that one that one no, no you uh, need to watch Oscar. that one Trevor it's really good yeah it's really really good but no it but, but like but and so I guess for me like a part of my issue with them placing this short, which should have been on TV, but instead it's in front of a future film, is that Disney instead should have let someone at Pixar tell a short, personal, kind of, I guess, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a, a, a short, a short, personal, like a, 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 a little visual novella, and, and instead of instead of saying instead of saying we're going to continue this big blockbuster shit that we that we did four years ago and keep it going again instead of you know just letting it be like a small cute little story like like the like, like, like the old is... man playing like the old man playing chess in a park yeah that's 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 still my favorite jerry's game yeah it's like no 2018 is too long to wait for frozen 2 more frozen <laughs> wait are they actually doing a frozen 2 they're doing yeah, a frozen dude, 2 it's, too. it's like i don't know if it's okay, actually scheduled well, for next year i think it is but then it, it feels pretty bad to me uh yeah that's yeah. the context it's funny how that yeah happening. the context of that does kind of change my and you know, dude of like, course it, they're doing frozen too like it's a foregone well, conclusion you know, it's funny to me that like aladdin the return of jafar is terrible but aladdin 3 like the direct to home dvd version of that like i kind of like it's it meets oh, you meet dude. aladdin's dad it evolves King the of character it's interesting that. yeah that yeah, King yeah. Is yeah and that's and that's my take is like i don't i'm i'm not very i'm never i'm never like particularly hurt by direct to dvd like disney movies and the continuation of stuff uh because they can go off and do like more like a crappy version of the animation and just continue to like roll the money in that's fine for me this feels like that and if that's all that frozen was going to be i'm fine with it but the fact that there's going to be a frozen 2 um and they're going to try to evolve the plot line is really bothers me yeah so yeah it's uh planned for release in november of 2019 fuck that oh okay so literally two years to the so literally two years to the day we are going to be getting the sequel to frozen Yay! Yeah, I guess that is too long to wait. I I understand now. No, 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 dude. They, All right, they, let's they, they let's roll, move on. on a, let's move on to the news, to the movie, guys. Wait. Let's 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 get a move on. So this week we reviewed Coco. Uh, the synopsis. Despite his family's generation-old ban on music, young Miguel dreams of becoming an accomplished musician like his idol Ernesto de la Cruz. Desperate to prove his talent, Miguel finds himself in the stunning and colorful land of the dead. After meeting a uh, charming trickster named Hector, the two new friends embark on an extraordinary journey to unlock the real story behind Miguel's family history. Uh, And if you can't tell by the basis of that, Hector is Miguel's father it's not a reveal it doesn't right. work like a reveal i mean sorry. i, I was surprised like, i'm sorry it, yeah, i didn't it, it see it coming like maybe i should me. have sorry really <laughs> yeah did it actually work on you guys because yeah, if, if, if you no, like i i guess like maybe for my like story structure i was like i, I don't know no but uh the if, rest if of the movie was totally there, that's cool 
Like, I, I see where you're coming from. Like, I, I think the strength, uh, this is just my opening bit, is like, this reminded me of Kubo a lot, and, the, and I don't want to set the whole context for our conversation by comparing it to Kubo necessarily, but in that, it is um, not like convoluted storytelling, whereas Kubo had like more plot holes, uh, kind of story holes. This is just a very simple story executed very beautifully and very well the ending was you know predictable the father reveal got me i didn't see that coming but i think after that maybe you could say it was predictable but and it's a very simple story but it's just executed so well that i think i'm gonna rate it highly that's just my opening thing so not yeah, solicited uh, sorry I'm no 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 i i i think that it's an interesting thing peter what's your take um I, 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 guess, I guess you could say like what my take that my take on this one that you can go from is that is that um, I teared up or like or had I teared up or, or had like a small cry at least five times throughout this film. Um, this movie was like super charming and touching to me and like and and blah 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 words. I can't talk right now. Um, this. This, this, I guess, I guess for me, this, this part, part of what make, part of what makes me, what made me enjoy this movie is that, is, is that, is that, is kind of like how y'all have been for me whenever, whenever I have brought up, or when I have brought up Black Panther, or it, or it has been mentioned, it has been mentioned either on, a, either on a podcast episode or, or, the, or us talking in our, in, in our Facebook thread. I am so happy to see how my friends who are Latino, Hispanic, Mexican American, whatever, how they have responded to this because I because I I, post, I posted a status earlier today. I teared up, cried five times during, during this film. My, my my friend Kristen, who I'm gonna I'm literally gonna like make listen to this episode. She was like, um, I cried twenty, and it's like that's what, <laughs> like, and it's like that's what I want. So that so that makes me happy that like that this that this movie, both for those that you could say that it is literally meant for, and those who and those who can still enjoy it, that this movie is pretty damn good yeah yeah i think i think that would be my take on it as well is that it's pretty it's pretty good it's pretty good um i'm i kind of i'm trying it this tracks with disney a little bit and it it bothers me about wider stuff that's happening with pixar specifically and man the good was the good dinosaur really bad um Mm. I'm sorry. I think I still I feel haven't like I w- seen the Good Dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, I feel like I'm the only person the opposite, that actually like has seen it. So I you're just gonna I, have to take I, my word yeah, for no, it. I th- I yeah, I guess I am. You're the only one. I, I don't like, understand why that was like such a cultural moment where we all like we just didn't go see that as a country. It, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that was my thing. Is I think everybody was like tired. And it didn't necessarily get good reviews, but it was just kind of mediocre. And everyone expects Pixar to be like fantastic. Was like one of the arguments I heard. But again, I didn't. It's see not. It it's did, not bad. So. It's not bad. It has moments. It actually has laugh out loud moments. But in the greater context and and it being so, it, it was there is no doubt in my mind that is it is a step down from Cars. It is not bad. Cars Cars Ooh. has never been bad. Cars has just been like the trend of killing the perfect studio, as it were. Yeah, like, well, that that is saying something. Then yeah. I mean, Cars was built for merchandising, but it's not you know an awfully executed movie. You could exactly. argue it's better for kids, which is uh, what I heard. The, and, it's the, so, and it's so and it's so funny how they basically admit that it was built for merchandising and merchant merchandising in Cars Three. Yeah, they don't care, and that's and that's and I think that's the horrible thing about Cars Three. Sometimes for me is that like like you can tell you can just see it. They're like, yeah, you know why we did this. Like they don't, and and I I respect that. I've always respected. I I will always respect uh, Pixar 
ability to like shoot straight to about it. Like they don't, they don't like try and say like, Oh yeah, this is because of this. No, they don't, they don't do that shit. They, they like, they like legitimately give us like, you know, what they're thinking and what they're doing about it. Right. But at the same time, I think that like, this is a trajectory upward and this is a good take. Now here is where Coco is like a different thing to me. It's, it's pushing the boundaries of, of, of really with really, really good and doing different cultures and different things outside of like, uh, kind of like white, like kind of like it, then what traditionally Pixar has done. And I appreciate and like that, what it has done. And I, I get that it's not in the same caliber as the toy stories, Wally's and ups. Do you know what I mean? For me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and fully understanding that this is not like, I bet that this, like if I, if this was my culture per se, and it was, and I was watching the pick, the great Pixar come to my culture and try to do a, like a good interpretation as some people have described Moana to me in, in a similar way, I probably would be all there for it. And it would be my favorite thing. And I think that it should be their favorite thing. I get that at the same time. Uh, it, it just doesn't have the charm for me in the same way. And part of me wonders, is, is it just because Pixar's great period was during my childhood? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I, it's very well, we hard. We just for me. got inside out. And part of, I feel like, I mean, I don't know you upside out uh, inside out wasn't in your list, but I feel like it's one of the best Pixar movies, at least in, in my in my my view at least recently and um is inside out before or after uh the good dinosaur um i believe it's after it is and and this is this is where my trajectory of them tracks down and and doesn't work and and that's the thing is like now pixar is just a studio that that has uh teams that are going in tandem and can still produce good movies and this is a good movie like this is a very good movie um Sorry, so it sounds it. like the reason. No, no, no. Like I do eventually want to get to like the actual film as opposed to like the Pixar Disney incest relationship that I'm sick of talking about. But like I, I, I it, see no, how no, it no. comes it, into it. Your, is, it is it is culturally important to us. Like you know yeah. because we grew up culturally with Disney movies. Then we grew up culturally as we got older with Pixar movies. And now it's like our 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 younger self is like gang banging our older self in like a weird sort of way. Oh God! Like, like um, <laughs> no, like, like like it's practically it is like I don't want to say it but like like the studios that have controlled our youth at two different times are now you know banging and like we gotta be in the next room just cool with it you know like (laughs) it's it's kind of weird all right you know i like i like how you at least made that metaphor consensual i'll i'll say that that's a step in the right direction i mean mean, it depends like how consensual pixar was in it but like you know sweet until mom and dad start fighting Oh God! Mm. 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 <laughs> all, right, all right, I'm I'm done. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Boom, I did that killing to it. The world. Moving on. I'll take. <laughs> You're welcome, Trevor. <laughs> um, what I what I'm what I'm trying to say wine. is I I see how that uh that that like goes into your like um your, your perspective on the film. Um, I do think uh, there's kind of a consensus. It's not just you that this isn't necessarily the best. Uh, you know. It's not on par with maybe Inside Out. It's not one of the better... And that it is such a simple story and you kind of see the twists coming and it doesn't feel like it's one of the more innovative stories. 
really um, that Pixar has come up with. Like, it doesn't feel like a, you know, a organic gem of the Pixar like brain trust. And we've talked, you've talked on this podcast before about how, well, yeah, that's because the Pixar brain trust is now working for Disney. And that's why Zootopia won best pic- animated picture last year, for instance. Right. And right. I think you could may also make an argument that this, this is part of like more of a Disney prioritized trend to incorporate, which they've been trying to do since they made um, the princess and the frog, which didn't really accomplish that for them. Arg- um, but this is more of a like a general trend that Disney desires to like actually reach out and be more multicultural and upset its roots of in the past, um, you know, just being frail white wayfish like disney princesses you know that that kind of like um anglo-centrist whatever right but like and that's that part of it and that this is part of the same disney trend is like moana is and like that's a good thing we're pretty much agreed on that we just i think it's it's a it's a complex like hard place to be in that we are aware of that and at the same time also want to say yes and that's a good thing but it's also frustrating that this isn't maybe. But it, it, it's hard for us to wrestle with the fact that this isn't made primarily for us, which we like appreciate, and at the same time evaluate it as not uh, within the Pixar canon as being necessarily at the top or the bottom of it. Like there's this 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 unknown element that it's not you know really made for us, and I feel like that's that's like hard for us to evaluate it in the Pixar canon overall, is, is in terms of just itself as a film because there's this aspect of it that it's doing this thing that Moana did and you know not just appropriating another culture but trying to do its due diligence by it so I think that's the difficulty um in, in evaluating this one and like that kind of why you brought that up at least for my point no I I I I, uh, I agree uh <laughs> I think I think that's the thing I think that's the thing is like I understand difficulty because this is this is on the same trajectory of inside out uh, it doesn't hit the same things. And that's the thing is like, for me, I guess like the core idealistic value is kind of lost on me because at some point, like the grandmother is threatening to essentially kill the kid if he doesn't give up music. <laughs> and so sort like, of, there, yeah. yeah, there's like a couple of like plot points that like aren't it's like as, as I feel like the emotional uh, thrust of the movie works very well. Uh mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think it works. I think it structurally works great. I think there, I think it kind of relies on a couple of like emotional, um, a couple of like late plot reveals and different things. I mean, I don't, I don't know why I'm not saying them like, like the, like the, the, the reveal of who his dad is or the reveal that Ernesto is evil or the reveal. Well, actually the Ernesto being evil bit was actually done pretty well for me. Did you like that he actually fucking poisoned a guy? Because I was like, geesh, that's not like, not like dark, like for Christ's sake, like Scar, you know. They literally threw his brother off a cliff. Yeah. Again, it's Disney. Disney goes there. Pixar traditionally hasn't. Uh, Well, actually, Pixar, Pixar, Pixar went to like, like barrenness and up. So I guess like. Maybe that's why it felt out of place and that they actually went to poisoning is that it was, I'm I'm not used to seeing it in a Pixar movie be that explicit. I I think so. I think usually they talk about life and like life can be hard. And this was like, this was like, no, this is a bad fucking guy. And that's that's something you don't see. Like even Lotso and like people that are like really bad in Pixar movies, they're never bad. They're bad for like good character reasons. And this dude was just a douchebag. Yeah, before. Yeah, exactly. Before it's like, oh, life is bad just because you know life is difficult but there's like life is bad because people are dicks who are out for right. themselves and, and, and that's, that's it and and not to be offensive that's uh, that's kind of a descent in the quality of the villains of pixar for me 
Yeah, it it feels like, and that's kind of the, my issue with it is it's, and I, I realize why they did it. It's raising the stakes, you know, so that you you make this antagonist that no, much you need more a villain. Reviled you need a villain and, to make the it, third act. Once once you reveal that it's his dad, Hector is is Miguel's dad. You need a new villain to like and, essentially make. And it drive also the plot. does the plot the service of giving you know make drawing a very clear, distinct like moral line between who uh, Miguel thinks his dad is and who his dad actually turns out to be, and that his dad wanted to get home, but someone killed him before he could get like right. It does feel it, like, like kind of lazy better, storytelling. Exactly. A little yeah, bit. yeah. It's it's lazy in that the better moral is like, what do you do with a deadbeat dad? Right. That's such like, a, that's such a more powerful modern Pixar take that I wanted to be there. <laughs> like yeah, I wanted I, I wanted that, Hector yeah. to be a deadbeat. I wanted him to be, and then when he's right. not, I'm not pleased by it because Pixar traditionally hasn't taken the easy way out in storytelling. And that's 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 always been the thing to their credit, and it feels easy to say they're a magical. You actually have the best father; you just don't know it. <laughs> like, yeah, and, and, right. And I and I want Miguel to like feel powered by his own self, and not by some. Uh, and that precisely is where I kind of, and, and I don't want to be insensitive, but like I don't know how much, like what community in particular this is targeting. Does that make sense? Like, does that would that that might feel more like complex to you and me? But for like this particular community and culture that this is targeting, does it make more sense to have like the Disney ending? You know, like for once because they've never gotten it before in terms of representation. And oh, Disney trying to be its multicultural right. self. You know, I feel you like know? that 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 looks like a rewrite to me, doesn't it? To you, a little bit. I mean, it's hard for me. What what you're asking of Pixar, I, I feel like this is why you're having trouble evaluating it, and me too, is that like it feels like something they should be able to do, but what you're asking of them is like sensitive and complex enough that I still think it would be very difficult for Pixar to full, pull off. Oh, fuck that. The villain of Up is literally heart of fucking darkness. Like, yeah, like, oh that's God. fair. This is Pixar, for fuck's sake. I've never heard that comparison, but you're totally No, no like, like, he is. Yeah. It's so amazing. No one has fair. ever said that to me, so I didn't see it. Me neither. Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good point. Um, yeah, no, like, that's like, fair. Like, that's fair. I'm just saying what you're what you are asking, and I, I wanted the same thing. I wanted it to be that ethically like murky, I, and have a deadbeat dad instead, just of like an evil dad or a totally good dad. I just, and I was disappointed by that like third act, you know, stakes. But like, I think it still would have been very, very like I I don't know like when. When it's the first time you've depicted a particular culture and like, you know, I, I can see how like that might come across as a negative stereotype. Like, what if that was your I mean, what if that was your plot and your like central conflict and it was about, you know, a black family instead? And that's a whole different set of issues, you know, like and goes into a whole different cultural history and place in society. So, yeah, like, I, 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 does that make sense? I appreciate in your saying that, like you want to give him a good reason because you don't want to stereotype a certain culture as having deadbeat fathers. Even though I'm that's just saying that's like part of the it's complexity not a stereotype of, of the culture to begin with. Uh, but at the same time, not that I know I, of. No, no, exactly. And I like I would. I don't know. I, I maybe that's like why. Like sometimes it is even more on the hand of it. Uh, I never want to say that it's more difficult to do different cultures but at the same time it does feel like you do have to avoid like 
certain kinds of like pitfalls. And I agree. It feels like it's eschewing the better story to avoid a pitfall. And I want to say, I want to say, I want to say that Pixar wouldn't have backed away from it in the past is what I want to say. And 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 you think it's Disney's fault, right? I I don't think everything's Disney's fault. And that's just my bad. That's my bad because I want to think that. And I, 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 that's not fair. And I have no evidence to base or support that on. Yeah. What, um, we've been kind of negative, so well, not no. That it's, it's a good so movie. Far, it's a good but, movie. No, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Well, it's what, a solid, what, good movie. And I, we, and I we, say that in we, terms we, of Pixar, it's valid points to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just Which feel like the we've talked is about. I always want to talk about Pixar, and that's the funny thing is that for half of Pixar movies, for me, is talking about fucking Pixar. Yeah. So, what do you <laughs> want to talk about this movie that's unique to this movie? <laughs> this is what I'm moving towards because like, we should. Like we've talked mostly about Disney and Pixar's relationship so far. The music is good. Like the visuals are good. Like we've talked about the, the music kind of the failings of the story already. Yeah. But, and yeah. it's funny too because they do such a good job. I I do. That's the thing is like I feel like that's why I dislike the villain's turn mm-hmm. because I like the idea of him just being a good guy as well. Yeah, or at least just like a shallow guy. You know, like yeah. I really that's thought that's where the movie was headed too. <laughs> like, what'd you say, Peter? No, I, no, I was just agreeing. Like, like, even just having a shallow, like, have a shallow character, like you wouldn't have to go that dark. Like, I, I, I because because before before I remember thinking when I saw this before it was revealed, like, oh, like oh, actually Ernesto was like legitimately the bad guy, and oh, by the way, as just an extra way for everyone to know he's the bad guy now. All of the lighting, com- all of the lighting around him is gonna is now is now gonna be uh, is not he's not gonna be lit from <laughs> under him. With green, and it's gonna go right? green just to make <laughs> it totally clear. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I remember thinking, I remember thinking beforehand when it, when it was like just Miguel, uh, Miguel just trying to get to, trying to get to uh, de, la, de la Cruz. It's like I it, I I I kind of like the I kind of liked the idea of there not necessarily being like you know. A villain, quote unquote, it's more of just his personal journey to find to, to, to find out history about his family. I I, I kind of would have it's, it's like because the whole crux of the film is family is super important. So I would have been I I, I think and I, I don't want to take anything away from it, but I I, I would have I would have appreciated at least in a different context if it, if it had been like like no like no like actual antagonist, no central person that we have to fight against. It's more of just you know. Mm-hmm. Like you know, misunderstanding of circumstances, trying to figure out who you are, trying to find your way, and everyone's just like, "Well, okay," and everyone's just like, "Okay, well, this is like he he may not be your family, but he is okay. Cool, we're here now." Yeah, like the backstage reveal in particular just really feels beneath Pixar's writing ability. And Jack, I'm starting to see where your 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 point you brought up about maybe there being a rewrite of the third act, especially somewhere in there, because it does seem like that's where the first act was headed and what I was excited for. Yeah. In that and and this is you know kind of the cultural comparison that again this is where I don't like I'm reaching for like what I'm more familiar with, but like I'm wondering if there is a desultory like stereotype of a mariachi like within Mexican culture as being like irresponsible or something, which I don't necessarily think is true, but like that would make more sense do you know what i mean like if it was a if well, it was like a parallel to like the blues man like, in the south sarah becker is the most irresponsible member of this cast um no i i'm teasing but I'm, you're I, just I'm giving her shit because she's not here it, yeah well i give everyone shit because they're not here um actually she, her attendance is like better than mine so and i run the damn thing so <laughs> Um, but the, uh, the only thing that I'll say, 
I don't know. I, I guess like uh, here's what I'll say. I'm not gonna do like this. I don't want to do because I, I do this by myself without like thinking about it. I'm like, ah, oh, Disney's ruined Pixar. <laughs> I don't like doing that because I have no evidence. I don't have anything. It's not a great discussion. And we've had well, it like five times. Many, many what I would, critic what I would say us. as a criticism instead for this film is that the third act stru- uh, plot structure of this feels out of sync with the other two acts of the movie. That's fair. I think. And that's what I and I and that's what I think. I think it's still a good movie. I just think the wrapping up of what the themes that it kind of presents in terms of family and let's let's not like put this aside. Like the the grandmother, the great grandmother threatens to kill him if he doesn't give up music. Uh, a like little bit, yeah, cool. yeah. Like um, the and that's what I enjoyed about this is and, and the setup is that just the very idea that all music is ban from this household is so absurd yeah that, it was like, I mean, right that, okay, I, but but that it's fun it's fun no i don't mean that as a criticism but like it it's setting up this you know identification with music and musicians as peripatetic and not able to carry on the responsibility of a family and you know make a career for themselves at the same time and that's very true to life and like the myth of a rock star being on the road touring that sort of thing that all kind of makes sense to us and that's shorthand that we get as an audience but then for it to go from uh, yes, you're not okay with taking on the responsibility of the family for like, you know, uh, the reward of the love that you get versus, you know, I'm willing to do anything, including kill people is, is a little like it's, it's that raising the stakes and kind of lazy storytelling where it shifts, you know, the, what the, the stakes involved in order to draw more, you know, bolder ethical line between the two. And that's, you know, that's not what it is in real life. It's more like, okay, are you going to like, you know, be there for your son's baseball game or something. Oh my God, that's not even, I'm just like, I'm thinking of liar, liar, because it's such a better, that's such a better like delineation of like what it means, you know, of bad dads. No, I agree. I agree entirely. Um, I, 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 I I, I don't know what I want to feel about (laughs) this movie sometimes and, and not in a bad sort of way, but in like a, in like a, I think I think I like this movie, but I think that like it. This is where like it's awkward because this is <laughs> this is one of the first. I I'm normalized. I, this is the first movie where I'm normalized to Pixar not putting out the best thing possible. Right. Whereas and like it's good, such a good dinosaur, exactly. Good dinosaur is not is bad. Good dinosaur is the We're first movie I went to Pixar and was like I was like this is straight up bad guys. Fuck. But like critics are like other critics are saying oh this is the best Pixar movie in years and they're not necessarily wrong. Like this is one of their probably. I think films. they are wrong. Okay, and and I and I'm here to say that the, that the that the Disney and this is where like I love Disney and and like everyone gives Disney shit as being like the corporate overlords now, and they are, and I get that, but at the same time, Disney's doing a lot of good fucking stuff, guys. Like they really, really are, and and this as like a as a more culturally sensitive take on like a Pixar film is great, but. Pixar movies don't have plot structure issues. Yeah, and that's that point. just doesn't happen in other <laughs> Pixar movies. Like even the Good Dinosaur doesn't have plot structure issues. Like it's bad because it's boring. It's not bad because it has plot structure issues. And that's where I'm like, I'm like, this well, is a new day, and it feels weird to me. Well, I to, think to say that because it's it's just like I'm normalized to the fact that P- Pixar can put up movies that I don't have to see because like that that's the thing is if it's a Pixar movie, I go see it. 
Well, that, and I don't that's, go see everything from DreamWorks, and that's you're, the you're, difference. You're bringing yourself back to your like overall relationship with Pixar and your expectations from it, which I think is inevitable. Is, but it, like, I, and I'm just, you do I, say, I understand as a critic, I cannot fucking separate myself from this. No, movie no, no, no. I'm, I'm like, and, I, no. It's a criticism. I it is a fair criticism of myself, but I also <laughs> think it's a criticism that is like relevant to, the, to like, my whole generation of critics on Pixar. I but just want to pick is it one weird point. That I can separate myself from that. Like, I can no, still... no, yeah, I, no, Peter, you're. It's better than weird. all of us. You're like the it's best not, person no, here. Everyone lie, knows. No, like, I, 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 I think I, like I think like you're like you're like going into this movie accepting it. Like I'm gonna give it a seven. Like I like I like yeah. this movie like, quite a bit. Like it's not a bad movie. Time. Well, there's one thing it, in your in your argument, and, and you said like Pixar movies don't have plot issues. There are no plot issues here. I that I think. Well, maybe the maybe that you brought up the fact that there it's are great, plot, great. There there are. Pl- it's it, just functional it's just not it's just lazy you're, you're correct yeah, you're, it's not yeah, a plot it's not issue it's 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 a plot unsatisfaction because i felt like it was setting up the harder issue to go into yeah and so and that and that again it which all I comes can, back to an expectation understand. of pixar and it comes back to an expectation of pixar that i've had since toy story one where they're going to tackle the hard fucking issues and they got more hard as they went along with wally and up and and even an inside out like it just it just feels like it's it's sad to me that we like you know you you see a movie like Wally and you're like oh the sky's the limit from here and I really do think that Pixar's best days are behind them and that's just a negative thing at the same time this movie's good you know so yeah. like yeah. and that's and that's my that's that's the issue with me like sitting here like being like ah Coco's good but I don't think we're ever gonna get Wally caliber stuff again yeah. I, I see where you're coming from. I, I still want Incredibles 2 to be good, but part of me knows that it's a sequel, and it we really, you know, it's, what it's Pixar not, does is it like, cannot, you know, and it's so fucking stuff. negative. And as much as Ben is excited Incredibles by the music. Two is a, sorry. No, no, go ahead, is Incredibles 2 is going to be a sequel to a movie that all of us were just like, okay, we kind of want one, but we know that there should never be a sequel to because this movie was so fucking perfect. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And That's Incredibles. Like I don't even mention Incredibles and I love Incredibles. Incredibles is so up my personal alley and it's not even my favorite. Like I don't know why Wally is like up and Wally are like my favorite Pixar movies because I'm, they're so poignant gonna, tales. I'm not gonna lie, part of it for me is the music. Like, yeah. part, like part of yeah. what makes Incredibles so good to me is Michael Giacchino's score. It's so, it fits so perfectly well the way that man or the way that man composes some of his scores that he's done over the past like 10 10 some odd years i i love that movie for like the music alone and i love how like it's probably the most memorable music in the superhero genre like period you know what i mean because because it actually stands out he it's not just other than like like batman and hans zimmer you know other than that yeah it's it's not it's not like the kind of background music that that you would usually get in superhero superhero films where it's just kind of like that like that kind of electronic droning well yeah because avengers movies are scored they don't have a theme and that's and that's been well that's been something it's like no one no one wants to put a bold theme on an avengers movie and i mean i mean i mean there is a theme but it's memorable thing there is a theme but it's like just the one thing that's it there's nothing else just the one oh it's bad it's bad and that's the other thing too is like you, like you're it. never gonna I, i'm very interested to see how avengers ages uh because i don't think it's gonna age into a star wars as and it, as some people have suggested i don't think it's gonna age well, like that. that nothing is gonna I age into a star wars yeah. So again, Jack has way too high of expectations for everything. That's, I mean, that's just is literally anyone surprised. 
Okay, sorry guys. This is, this is, no, this is no, this is why no, this is why we love you. We have we, we all need to have varying levels of expectation. Some of us are super high for some movies. Some of us are super low for other unless, movies. And it's like, unless you know I'm watching something with Batman, and then I have super low expectations. No, no. If I'm watching something, if I'm watching something that's directed by Zack Snyder, then I'm just like go into it thinking that's gonna be absolute crap. Yeah, if they actually ever make a Teen Titans movie, y'all are gonna have to like pull me out of like I'm like this is the no, best movie no, ever made. No, dude, no, dude. You and me both. You and me. <laughs> Did both. you see Raven? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, Raven. <gasps> yes. Uh, Beast Boy and Raven for life. <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I will walk out of that theater screaming Azeroth Metro Synthos. Dude, what if they, if they do a movie film? and they bring Terra back? Like, <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh no, don't you dare, man! Don't you Can dare. you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> Because like so many because we see Deathstroke, he is like an old guy. Can you imagine them depicting their relationship as hard as it went in the comics? No, oh my dude, god! I was literally watching the final, like the last, like the series finale of the old Teen Titans cartoon, like three days ago. I, it still hit me so hard. Ew. I think I think we're done here, guys. <laughs> yeah, I think we. Are. Any last no. thoughts about Coco? We should um, score it. No, I, 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 no, yeah, I, I'll, I'll say it in my score. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Peter. Um, yeah, excuse me. Um, I'm going to give Disney slash Pixar's Coco an eight. Um, and and I will freely admit it. A lot of a lot of it has to do with like just, with just the sheer emotion I felt in this film. Um, in, in this film, and and it wasn't even the. It wasn't even the huge moments that did it for me, and and yes, I realized that that what I'm about to say, like there was like, there was there was a few of them, so it's not like oh, it was like one um, isolated in, isolated uh, scene, but but it was like it it would be, be like when it was just two or three people, or just in a small room, like 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 when, like when like when um when 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 Miguel and 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 Hector were were just were singing by themselves in the pit, when when it was Miguel singing to to his to his to his mama to his, to his mama at home at at the, at the at the end of, at the end of the film, like just those small quiet moments of like of like how I of how I saw them, just total charged familial moments really did it for me for this film and that really made me appreciate this movie because that's where all the heart was for me like literally you know hearth at home your 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 heart your, your like your, your your heart is where your home is your home is where your heart is whoever, whoever whoever your family is whoever you make of it so like those were the moments that really stood out for me those are the moments that are gonna that i'm gonna take with me into like next year so yeah eight, eight out of ten for me for coco Cool. Trevor. Solid seven. Jack Bound. gives it a solid seven, too. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, you want to go? What? Yeah. Want to go? I, I feel like mean? an asshole after, after no, you gave Peter's, seven. like, like actually. No, like, I no, like somebody is like actually moved by this, and it's. Exactly I was what moved. It got me. Whenever Coco like comes alive and she starts singing, yeah, it got me. There were tears. It, yes, like I still acknowledge. Like his family was great. Every one of his family members was like well thought out, pretty much, except for the twin brothers, who their thing is just like their brothers, like, and they um, look. Yeah, the same. that that was pretty much done. Yeah. Other than that, like I loved all of them and they were great. I thought. <laughs> all right, the Movie Gang podcast gives Coco 
a 7.5 out of 10. This has been Peter Dancy, the heart and soul of the Movie Gang podcast. (laughs) Somebody who can see movies for what they are and utters heartless slags like Jack and Trevor. (laughs) Only sometimes. There are other times where I'm I'm probably a complete dick, like Transformers. It's okay. You're the only one that backs me up for how bad BVS got to them, so I really appreciate that about you. You've you've earned it. You've earned it, my friend. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> um, this has also been Trevor Flynn. Goodbye. I'm your host, Jack Newman. If you want to head on over to TuscanShed.com, you can see a lot of other stuff that we're doing, putting together. It's great. You can also go and see me and Peter on the Pen and Paper Pod coming this January. <laughs> Can't wait to check that out and you guys to feel see what you think of it. Uh, also, head on over to TuscanShed.com backslash support us and figure out a myriad number of ways to help support us now. If you just please wait a minute and listen to a word from our sponsors.